Today, Putin and Biden deliver dueling speeches. Are we edging closer to World War III? Pete Buttigieg says he'll visit Ohio, you know, when the time is right for him. And uh, Biden gets pushback on his plans to allow males in female sports and locker rooms. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. In a speech earlier today, just days before the one-year anniversary of the Russia-Ukraine conflict, Russian President Vladimir Putin announced that Russia would be pulling out of the new START nuclear arms treaty it had with the United States, in which both countries had previously agreed to limit and reduce their nuclear arsenals and to allow inspection of each other's nuclear sites. Now, Putin explained his rationale was quite simple. It doesn't make sense to allow the U.S. access to their nuclear sites when the United States has already made clear they intend to help Ukraine defeat Russia. But he didn't stop there. He went on to lambast the West for the degradation of its culture and its war on children. Watch. He says, here they lie constantly, pervert historical facts. They do not stop attacks on our culture. The Russian Orthodox Church and other traditional religious organizations of our country. See what they do with their own people, the destruction of the family, cultural and national identity. Perversion, mockery of children, and pedophilia are declared the norm, the norm of their life. Priests are forced to bless same-sex marriages. These sacred texts, the church, are now in doubt. As it becomes known, the Anglican Church, for example, plans to consider the idea of a gender-neutral God. What can we say? Forgive us, Lord. They do not know what they do. Millions of people in the West understand that they are leading to a real spiritual disaster. The elites, directly, I must say, go crazy, and it seems that they can no longer be treated. But these are their problems, as I said, and we must protect our children, and we will do this, protect our children from degradation and degeneration. Now, I want to make this clear. Putin is a bad guy, like a really bad guy, and this isn't a binary choice. Both the Russian government and the Ukrainian government can be bad, but where was the lie there? Meanwhile, Joe Biden packed up all his tapioca pudding in his suitcase and traveled from Ukraine to Poland, where he gave his own remarks to a packed house of people waving both Ukrainian and American flags. Watch. Appetites of the autocrat cannot be appeased. They must be opposed. Autocrats only understand one word. No, no, no. No, you will not take my country. No, you will not take my freedom. No, you will not take my future. And I'll repeat tonight what I said last year in the same place. A dictator bent on rebuilding an empire will never be able to ease the people's love of liberty. Brutality will never grind down the will of the free. And Ukraine, Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Never. Freedom. 
Freedom. There is no sweeter word than freedom. There is no nobler goal than freedom. There's no higher aspiration than freedom. Americans know that and you know it. And all that we do now must be done so our children and grandchildren will know it as well. Freedom. The enemy of the tyrant and the hope of the brave and the truth of the ages. Freedom. Stand with us. We will stand with you. Let us move forward with faith and conviction and with an abiding commitment to be allies, not of darkness, but of light, not of oppression, but of liberation, not of captivity, but yes, of freedom. Freedom. Yes, the same administration who wanted to forcibly inject you with mRNA shots so you could participate in society is very concerned with freedom. The same administration who turns a blind eye to China imprisoning and torturing Uyghurs while the first son profits greatly off of his shady business dealings with the CCP. Yes, the Biden administration very much cares about freedom, I'm sure. But today's speeches were very telling for those who are paying attention. While Biden claims this isn't our war, Russia has forced our hand to help Ukraine notice it wasn't Vladimir Zelensky giving a rousing speech leading up to the one-year anniversary of his own country's conflict. It was Joe Biden taking ownership there. Is it just me, or is this feeling less and less like a proxy war and more and more just like war? Remember the left when they said they were super-duper scared of the unhinged orange man Donald Trump because he may just start World War III? Well, maybe it turns out they weren't actually scared of war. They just wanted to make sure they were the ones who got us into war in the first place. Here to help me break this down is uh, my good friend and host of the Chad Prather Show, Chad Prather himself, also joined by Blaze TV contributor Yaku Buyans, host of The Bottom Line. And uh, on his maiden voyage on the show, we have James Polis, uh, founder of Return.Life. Uh, so thank you guys for being here. Yes, um, no pressure. We don't bite. Very hard. I don't know. It depends on the day. They might. I don't know. Just I'm nice. I'm the nice one. I'm the nice one. I bite a little too. It's okay. 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 Good. Sarah bites right and we punch. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, <laughs> it, am I overreacting here? Because it, you know, he really, really, Joe Biden was taking ownership up on that stage, um, <laughs> and had to travel all the way to Poland to do it. Because I might add, um, really feels like not anything that we should involve ourselves in. Yeah, well, at this point, I'm thinking Ukraine's the 51st state because he dotes on her mm -hmm. in a way that would make, let you think that, and you know, and again, it, it, I was pretty miffed that he went over there on President's Day and this whole big thing, you know, there were, there were certain images and certain photo ops that were there as well as video opportunities that were very telling of where the ambition as well as as well as where the, um, you know, the intentions lie. So if you look back, starting back from the beginning, if you look back at Vladimir Putin's speech and you just listen to the words and you take them away from who Vladimir right. Putin mm -hmm. is, they're very powerful words. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What I took away from that is not only a, a denial of woke culture in his own culture, but also it was a message of hope. We're going to stop this degeneration and degradation. Okay, mm -hmm. that's a message of hope. Now, if you take the words of Joe Biden, it's a powerful speech, but it's a misguided speech yeah. because, again, it's very forceful, basically saying, mm, we dare you to do anything. It's no, no, no. We're going to stand against you and we'll never see a Russian victory in Ukraine, which sounds to me like a forever war, which 10 years mm -hmm. ago you guys were completely against. Right. So you look at this and the, and the cognitive dissonance that's there, like you see all these colliding 
ideas that are coming in and the way that people are justifying these things in their mind. The American president is in Ukraine on President's Day treating, you know, forget an explosion or a train derailment in Ohio and all these other things that are going on in his own country. But again, everything's Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And you can't just blame Joe Biden. It's everybody in the Uniparty in Washington, D.C. So I'm I'm having a hard time trying to justify all that in my brain Mm -hmm. right there. So I look at Vladimir Putin and I'm like, "Ah, God, that sounds like an episode of the Chad Prather show. (laughs) Except I was never a member of the KGB and I never murdered anybody that I know about. But Not a murderous dictator, Chad Prather. I mean, I'm young. There's, there's a future. There's Maybe. For that. We'll time see. For, time for that yet? <laughs> Who knows, Yaku? Who knows? Who knows what's under the hat? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's Who what's knows? frustrating because you can't say those things now. You can't say, okay, well, bad guy, but he's re- he's nailing it here without being called pro-Putin or a you know, Putin puppet. And it's like two things can be true at the same time here. And I would say at least he's willing to speak out against the degradation of what's going on right now. Sure. I can't say it's going well for us. Well, you got to stand up for the reality of the situation. If they're going to talk and throw accusations around, let them talk. I mean, this is a regime that runs on propaganda. The reason why Biden's speech is so weird is because millions and millions of Americans feel that our own regime is behaving mm-hmm. toward us in the way that he's describing. Mm-hmm. And it's that hypocrisy all by itself is disturbing. But then you look, I mean, he's making it easy for someone like Putin. The talking points are right there, you know. Yep. You, you say, are we are we headed toward World War III? We're there already. We've mm-hmm. been in mm-hmm. a religious war, and we're going to continue to be in one, and it's going to continue to be globalized because of the nature of technology. The, the way that it's swarmed over the world is so powerful. The only way that human beings can really take and assert control, sovereignty over our machines now that they're so powerful is by doing the one thing that those machines can't do, and that's have a relationship with God. And so the only question is really, well, who's your God? Who are you worshiping? And, you know, mm-hmm. it's very easy now for someone like Putin or anyone else whether it's she in China or someone else, to say, like, look, the West is creating a new god. They're throwing away their old god. And that new god is what they're going to use to try to conquer us and try to conquer the entire world. It's hard not to come to that conclusion. And that's a conclusion that more and more Americans themselves are coming to every day. Yeah, I agree. Jakub? Yeah, uh, China, China is helping. They're doing a fair bit to help to create that god in, in the U.S. With, with technology. But Sarah sure. said that the, the optics actually matters, and you're right. We are followers of truth, the word of God. So yes, truth came out of Vladimir Putin's mouth. That's truth. We are leaving our children behind. We are trafficking them, selling them off like you know, furniture. We are indoctrinating them. We have abandoned family by design. Mm-hmm. That's just truth. Truth can come out of a mob boss's mouth probably 50% of the time, mm-hmm. any day as he's, as he's probably killing people. What I'm paying attention to is the optics. And the optics to me matter. Zelensky was not on stage with Putin. He was not standing, uh, sorry, with with Biden. Mm -hmm. He was not standing next to him. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, I mean, support of Zelensky. To me, it looked like ownership. Yes. Taking ownership. Hey, you can't do this, we're stepping in. We're not just stepping in now by sending you 90 billion or 100 100 plus billion dollars. We're stepping in, I'm coming to take the stage. Mm -hmm. We need to pay attention to that message. If he stood next to him, right. president with president, I'm with you. That's normally how you would do this. Mm-hmm. You would be side by side. Our flag, your flag. We're with you. You speak for yourself. I speak for my people. He spoke for the Ukrainians. He spoke on behalf of the Ukrainians on our President's Day. To me, the optics was really, really bad. And that's what is so It's another abandonment me. of... America, and yeah, it probably is our 51st state because we're funding them. 
you know, way more than he is what's in our borders. In yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing that bothers me was his rhetoric about all over America, you know, in our big cities, in our small towns, the Ukrainian flag is being flown in yeah. homes and businesses yeah. and all of this. I, I'm not proud of that. Right. No. That, that we have been propagandized to the point where that is some form of a pseudo patriotism on our part to say, look at us, we're such a compassionate people to the neglect of our own country and people mm -hmm. and citizens. And, and then we've got an administration that's that's not even apologetic or, or in any way, you know, humble about the fact they're pushing it in our face. Not in the least. I mean, you talk about the optics. The big optic from this week was uh, was Biden and Zelensky standing in front of this beautiful cathedral. Yeah. Well, whose cathedral is that? It's certainly not Joe Biden. He's not Eastern Orthodox. Certainly not Zelensky himself. He's not Eastern Orthodox. So what are they doing in front of this cathedral? Well, it was destroyed by the godless communists back in the 30s, and it was rebuilt by the Ukrainians. Okay, check. Like, yes. But, you know, the Ukrainian church is now being actively pried away from the Moscow Patriarchate by the West, you know, there's serious uh, intel stuff going on behind the scenes. They're trying to dr drive wedges into the, the religion of, of uh, both Ukrainians and, and the Russians. Uh, and really the audacity of both of them sort of standing in front of that, that, uh, that cathedral as if, you know, they are, they're really st standing in for it, taking over for it. Uh, really shocking if you know sort of the the details behind the scenes and you know this is just the beginning this is really about the ultimate questions about what it means to be a human being who we are why we're here who's in control and yeah, why and you go back to your earlier point talking about replacing god we really have it's become that unholy trinity of me myself and i where now it's about man in power it's, this is the elevation of humanism to the to the degree that i don't know that we've mm -hmm. ever seen before so it is it is it's it's little god players just, in the form of these you know these despotic dictators, even if even if they do come from America, that they're just going to do whatever they want to do, no matter what. And they and they, it's symbolically, it's a great point. I think they put themselves in a in a position of godhead. It's and self, the self deification. Is, sorry, but Chad, my 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 bigger concern is this: I'm not seeing a resistance like we're showing at this table when I go to the state capitol in Austin. This conversation is not being had there, brother. Absolutely not. They're not. They've got no concern. Mm -hmm. They've got lesser concern with the Ukrainian flag flying like the, then they had the, the, the fake rainbow flying over every city for a whole month. They're not up in arms in any of the state capitals that I'm visiting, Indiana, Idaho, Texas, Tennessee. This conversation is a no-brainer for them. They support it. And I'm talking about people with the R behind their name. Mm -hmm. We've got a serious problem in this country. We've got the fox inside the hen house. We've called them friend inside our own party and they do not think like the Americans think about these situations. Yeah. People are very reluctant to accept what's going on. I mean, Biden is, is a figurehead, a puppet. Zelensky is to the people who are really controlling the situation. I mean, Russia and Ukraine were going to reach a peace agreement, you know, last year in the spring. Uh, and it was scuttled. You know, who is it scuttled by? People who we can't vote into office and people we can't vote out. And those are the folks who are calling the shots. That's right. very difficult for Republicans yeah. to accept, especially guys who, you know, have been around for a long time. And they, they, having to, to reckon with that reality is something that they're afraid to do. Uh, Mitch yeah. McConnell. <laughs> Don't even get Lindsey Graham. We well, got Lindsey Graham even, is saying let's put Lindsay, jets yeah, in Lindsay Ukraine. Graham. Yes. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham is clamoring. Guy has an R behind his name, okay? He's not with us. Yeah. He's not with me. He's, he is not with me. <laughs> he does not see this country the way I see this country. Let me tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, we got to uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Eden Pure. So Eden Pure has this uh, best-selling thunderstorm air purifier, and it uses this oxy technology that destroys viruses, odors, mold, uh, so much more in your house. So 
we've got Eden Pure. I've put them very strategically and I sometimes move them depending on what's going on. There's always one that stays in the utility room where the litter boxes go. So for those of you who have cats, this is a really, really, I'm just gonna say it's a necessity, okay? Um, when we might be uh, cooking Brussels sprouts or broccoli or whatever in the kitchen, you guys do that, maybe you realize it makes your entire home smell like a toot. I'm just gonna say it. Anytime you cook it. A toot? A, I was trying to be, I, listen, we've got a guest here, and I don't want him to think that I'm vile. Chad. He knows what a toot Decadent, is. degenerate. <laughs> Decadent, degenerate. You're what's wrong with, you are the subject I'm of the speech. I'm the problem. Um, and uh, so, and then of course I've got a preteen boy. So you gotta stick one in the room of the preteen boy because there's all sorts of weird smells coming from that room. Mm. I don't know what's going on there. But the point being, uh, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm, you really, really need in your house uh, for any sort of odors, uh, molds, viruses, like I said. You've really gotta try it. It really, really works. And right now you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm three pack for whole home protection, you will use them. You will use all three units all throughout your house. You're going to get it for under $200. Put one wherever you need it the most. And uh, you can go to uh, EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code Sarah to save $200. That is EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code Sarah. <laughs> Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg said... Love uh, that guy. Do you? No. <laughs> he said earlier today that he will travel to Ohio when the time is right. So many when, jokes. The, when the danger is clear, I'm sure, uh, to, you know, see all of these devastating effects for himself. Here is some of that. Watch. The administration has come under some fire for its response. The mayor of East Palestine has said it took nearly two weeks for the White House to contact him. <laughs> there were shouts of, where's Pete Buttigieg at a town hall meeting last week. Uh, what's your response to that? When are you going to go to East Palestine? Well, I am planning to go, and uh, our folks were on the ground from the first hours. I do want to stress that the NTSB needs to be able to do its work independently. But when I go, the focus is going to be on action. Look, I was mayor of my hometown for eight years. We dealt with a lot of disasters, natural and human. And one of the things I Pop noticed very quickly <laughs> is that there's two kinds of people who show up when you have that kind of disaster experience. People who are there because they have a specific job to do and are there to get some Something done, and people who are there to look good and have their picture taken. When I go, it will be about action on rail safety, mm. like the actions that we are calling on Congress to help us with, that we're calling on industry to take, and that we are undertaking ourselves as a department to help make sure that these kinds of things don't happen in the future. Mm. The problem is when he leaves there, he'll talk about how many white people there work, were, were right. working on the railroad. Exactly, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. what are you going to do when you get there, Pete? Nothing. What are you going to do? Well, and when it's are you going? It's a whole different kind of train, dude. Photo op. No. whole different kind of train, dude. And, and this is not what you're thinking, bro. And when you show up, what are you going to do? You're not going to do anything. It will be exactly what he said. It's a photo op. Yes. Well, Just you, to prove that he was there. Well, he is trying to accuse Donald Trump because, you know, this was right after Donald Trump announced mm -hmm. that he was going to visit. And he now he's trying to accuse Donald Trump of going for the photo op. Yeah. It's well, like... Well, Donald I, Trump's not the head of transportation. Right. When we have ships outside the L.A. port where this guy lives and we can't get stuff in and this guy's on maternity leave trying to breastfeed a baby with a fake boob, <laughs> Donald Trump's not the, uh, in the head of, uh, you know, of transportation. This is this guy's job. Yeah. 
And, and, and by the way, the morale of the people go down when you don't show up. It's not just about what are you going to do. This guy wouldn't know how to change a flat tire, Chad. This guy knows nothing. My grandpa used to say, day late, dollar short. That's Buttigieg, day late, dollar short. Well, yeah. he's about as inspirational as a fake boob, so he knows that if he shows up. <laughs> I like him. By the time he gets there, they're going to have finished a very large chart, and they'll just hold it up, and it's the yeah. amount of money that we've sent mm -hmm. to Ukraine that could be spent on infrastructure here in America, right. but they're not going to do that. I, when he got off the plane, I'd be standing there with a glass of water, and I'd yeah. say, here you go, buddy. Drink up. Have a sip. Yes. Oh, this is what that we've would be been, sweet. This is what we've been dealing with. Have mm -hmm. a sip. That'd be sweet. It's safe. Isn't that what you told us? You know, the, I, feel like, I feel like you know, this administration is like getting on an airplane, and, and the pilot, the captain, is just kind of wandering around the cockpit trying to, oh, let's push a button, you know? And, and nobody on the plane knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Nobody. Uh, Karine Jean-Pierre said in her press conference yesterday, she said, um, we have the most diverse administration ever. She didn't say the smartest. Mm -hmm. She didn't mm -hmm. say the most capable, the mm -hmm. most intelligent, qualified. the most educated, the most qualified, the most empowering. She didn't say any of that stuff. She just said, we're the most diverse. Listen, if, if, we're, cutting, if we're cutting wires in the parking garage because a terrorist put a bomb in there and you show up and you're a bomb expert, I don't care how diverse you are. I don't care you slept with last night. I don't That's care what the right. color of your skin is. Thank I just you. want to know, do you know, do we cut the red, the green, or the yellow? Mm -hmm. That's you. the bottom line. Mm -hmm. These people have no clue which wire to cut. Because their affirmative action hires yes. half of them. And the other half of them are sympathy hires because they're afraid of the 0.4% woke mob, the tails wagging the dog. They couldn't, they, again, they couldn't, the guy can't find the door to the White House walking <laughs> through the Rose Garden. Okay, I mean, come on. This he's is vigorous, the, he's vigorous. This is yeah. the greatest joke. And, and look, I don't blame a Putin that says, look at those monkeys. <laughs> Do you see them? Do you want to be like them? And everybody in Russia is going, no, Mr. Putin. No, 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 it's really good here. He goes, yeah, I secured myself another 20 years as the leader of this nation by just pointing at the idiots across the water. Hmm. Who, who, by the way, by hook or crook or however, voted in more black votes than Barack Obama. But hey, we're it's doing amazing. it, man. It's Pete's showing up. Pete's coming. I tell you, he doesn't go. Watch this. He doesn't even go. Yeah. They would love for out that of dust sight, to out settle. Of mind. They would love uh, for that dust to settle. Just the new cycle, he doesn't well, even go. If not now, then when? Right? I mean, now's <laughs> the time. If you're not willing to put a date on it now, when are you going to go? Next year? Why? No one's, like, hopefully, the problem will be resolved by then and we'll get all of the loose ends tied up and, you know, you can. Uh, go back to chest feeding your baby. I don't know. Um, I wanna, I wanna play as well. Chad, you mentioned uh, drinking the water. Mm -hmm. I wanna play the EPA administrator Michael Reagan and Ohio Governor Mike DeWine. Uh, you know, they made sure to, to videotape themselves personally demonstrating to residents that the water is safe to drink. Watch. Did someone want to drink the water? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll yeah. serve yeah. 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 you, you can serve us up a glass of water. Okay. There's a glass right behind you, Mando. Absolutely. I won't walk around there. You got your mic on there. Yes. Look, we took it from the faucet. You see it right here. It's on video. We're getting this water directly from the tap. We, uh, I'll tell you, we believe in science. So we don't feel like we're being your guinea pig, but we don't mind proving to you that we believe in science. That's good. That's good to hear. That's really good to hear that our government believes in science. You wouldn't have known it from the last three years. This is, this is like a skit. It, it, it is honest to God like a, 
SNL very, sketch very of some skit. kind. It's terrible. Okay, so what do you think that, that they said once they left the house and they were the cameras were off? They're like, I can't say it. They probably they probably Crap! They probably went out there and put their fingers down their throat and induced vomiting. <laughs> But, I mean, you can't look at these, the videos of the, of the who was it, uh, J.D. Vance, scraping the stick through the water, and you see all of this. I, I don't trust our public water filtration I mean, is, is no one watched Aaron Brockovich? I mean, has anybody been right. to Camp Lejeune? Right. Right. I, mean, it, it, I mean, we're not talking about, okay, so they got some filtered water that came through the treatment Flint, plant Michigan. and came out of the sink, you know, and here there's right. a whole deal. There's J.D. on a little deal. You know, you see him throw the rock in there, and all of a sudden, there's, you know, there's sure. the rainbow. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the pride flag. There's like a <laughs> rainbow of oil drops coming up out of this thing. And, and like, look at that. Go, go stick your cup in that. Because here's the thing, that's in the river, it's going to seep down in the soil, right. where's all of our environmentalists, our Farm climate land. change, you know, religious oh. cultists, and then it's going to, it's going to get in the rivers, it's going to come down, look, you got, you got Indiana, you got, you got Ohio, of course, you got Kentucky, you got Tennessee, you got North Alabama, you got North Georgia, you got North Mississippi, I mean, that, that water's going to flow down these major river, rivers and tributaries, uh, will it? We don't know. No, it no, it will, Chad. Every single November. But I mean, it always does. Listen, right. every single November, what happens? We have an E. coli and a listeria outbreak from California, where our lettuce grows. Why? Because they got cattle farms north of them, and the manure <laughs> flows in the river, and it flows down, and all of a sudden you don't have lettuce. Of course, it's going to flow down to other states. It's going to, you know, it, the toxicity levels are probably through the roof. Who knows? Hey, but. 25 years from now, now, there'll be some ad, you know, by some obscure lawyer saying, if you lived in this area 25 years ago and you can't breathe anymore, you're in the Navy in 1969. We're growth yeah. on the side of your head. Maybe give you some Mesothelioma. money. Mesothelioma. Well, yeah. Do you see how easily, how naturally they just normalize this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. What Pete should have said up there was not anything about pretty people getting their pictures taken or whatever the hell he was going on about, but. This is unacceptable. This never should have happened, and I'm going to ensure that it, things like this never happen again. This isn't the only incident where things are going off the rails in America. You look at the infrastructure. People go out there. They see what's happening in their towns, in their cities, out in the countryside. It's bad. we got to fix it. It's long overdue. He didn't say any of that. This is normal. This Here's is just it, an event. It, yeah. It's something that happened. Right. It's an incident. Right. They happen all the Someone time. Else's well, yeah, yeah. Someone else has well, fixed this. Because what you're saying would require him to take ownership and accountability, never. and he can't do that never. because he, he then he would have to admit that he He's been the entire administration has been a total and complete failure. There's a little bit of, of a blame game there, but there's also the attention shifting when he says, "Okay, you got to get out of the way and let the NTSB do their job." Well, here's the thing: nobody's out there crying for the National Transportation Safety Board. They're talking to, about Pete Buttigieg. So, you know, if, if in my business, yeah. uh, you know, I've got a problem, and people say this is associated with Chad Prather. And I, and I kept saying, guys, listen, it's the people that work for me. It's the people underneath. Right. I, I would at some point in time show up at the warehouse and be like. Guys, what are y'all doing? Yeah. Like, I'd want to be there right. when this process yes. takes place, and yes. let's see what happened. Let's do the investigation, because it's going to come back to me. Isn't this the buck stops here administration? Mm -hmm. So Pete Buttigieg said, well, we're going to let them do their thing, and, and then we'll figure it out. No, no, they're, the, the people want you, Pete. Right. They want to know what you're going to do about it. No, this is, this is the religion of yeah. the Borg. It's not about individuals. It's about <laughs> yeah. these institutions, these yeah. entities, these agencies, Cryptic. acronyms, the rules-based international order, you know, bureaucracies. The White House says this. The White House does yeah. that. This is the way that these people it's operate. Weak. Yeah. It's weak leadership. <laughs> it's weak leadership. After every NFL game, you see the head coach and a quarterback take all the blame, and then they go in the locker room and they lay down lashes, bro. But they, but they step up and go, it's on me. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's what made Brady Brady. It's on me. 
but you get in that locker room and heads are flying. They take no accountability. They pass it down. It's them. It's them. I'm on vacation. Uh, there's no leadership in this nation. We lack leadership. Yeah. Uh, all right. We've uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Two dozen organizations are urging the Biden administration to abandon plans to allow biological males to compete in women's sports and use the same locker rooms. Uh, of course, in 2022, the Education Department under Biden proposed regulations on Title IX of the Education Amendments of 1972 to expand the meaning of sex discrimination to include gender identity. Another round of regulations will be released by the department this spring that will specifically address uh, the application, Title IX's application, to transgender athletes participating in women's sports. Uh, but in a letter to Secretary of Education Cardona earlier today, this was organized by the Defense of Freedom Institute for Policy Studies, um, they said that uh, these anticipated regulations will unfairly penalize female athletes, it goes on to say the department does not have the legal authority to issue regulations that would subvert rather than fulfill the requirements of Title IX by permitting or requiring biological males who identify as females to compete in sex-separated women's sports and to use the intimate facilities and shared spaces of female students. We anticipate that the coming rulemaking on athletics will similarly conflate gender identity with Title IX's sex-based protections and degrade those very protections. Uh, they argue that Title IX, which is limited to the prohibition of sex-based discrimination involving any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance, does not include gender identity, which I think is what anyone with a working brain uh, would argue. That was kind of like the whole point, right? That was the entire point was to make sure that men and women were separated. And uh, now here we are, and you know, you have people like Leah Thomas who can just. Uh, Walk on in with absolutely no no consent given, no permission. Uh, females in the locker room didn't know that he was going to come in and like dangle his junk around. But uh, here we are, and I guess this is this is somehow controversial. Yeah, NBC ought to give Matt Lauer his job back. <laughs> I mean, at this point in time, what was the Me Too movement all about? I mean, why? Seriously. I mean, what was the point? Y'all walked around the street with vagina hats on, stopped traffic all day long for stuff like this. I think it ended right about the time they gave Woman of the Year to Bruce Jenner. But, you know, listen, we started Real Women's Club, right? We started, we're starting a new thing, Not Second, which is a whole thing about um, just a messaging and a mission to, to support everything that's opposed to that nonsense. Because, because these women that work so hard to get to a place of achievement, uh, whether it's competition or whatever it may be, the, and, they, and then you see them up there on the podium and they're standing in the second place spot. They're not second, they're first. And, and how many scholarships have been taken away? How many positions, how many awards, how many you know, promotions have been taken away all because of this unfairness? And it is, I, I understand the world's not fair, but this is stupidity parading itself around in, in the name of inclusivity and acceptance. And uh, this is why the judgment of God is on the world yeah, right now. This is, why, this is why we're seeing things spiral downward. This is a devolution of Western civilization. And it's because of nonsense like this. Because when you start fighting against everything you were designed and created to be right. and try to trade that off for some imposter version of yourself and then put it out there as some form of laundered normalcy, 
um, it's an affront. It really is an affront to your creator. And, and without waxing too spiritual on you, this is why we see what we're seeing. I'll go spiritual. This is a prelude to the Antichrist. This is literally, you ask yourself, how will they line up and support the Antichrist? They're asking for fake. They're asking for the fraud. The society is. Good we point. are doing this. We're the number one culture on earth demanding sexual exploitation of human beings. I firmly now have come to the conclusion, because this is my life's work, that they actually want to end the sexual exploitation of people by just normalizing it. And that's their version of saying, listen, well, don't worry. We'll make this problem go away. We'll just make it normal. Mm -hmm. A child is a sexual being at six weeks old. They, they deserve sexual stimulation. A, a man can walk into a woman's locker room. Never mind all the rapes that are happening on public schools. We're dealing with one in Dallas, Texas. It's going to break next week. Rape on campus during school hours because we've normalized sex as a concept and, and you know, experimentation with sex at school. And, and where's the, you know, where's the, the help for these victims that are traumatized? You know, these athletes saying, listen, I, I, nobody asked me <clears throat> if I needed help for what I saw and experienced because of Thomas. You know, what's going to happen for the 10 and 12 and 14-year-old girl that's now going to have to share a bathroom because they're taking urinals away? And all of a sudden now it's just stalls. you got a dude sitting next to a girl picking up, you know, underneath. This is unacceptable. But, Chad, it's not going to stop until the American people say, you know, President Biden said, you know, stop. No, the answer is no. Well, I'm saying to you, no. The answer is no. Yeah, I wish no. I could chalk this up to stupidity, but I will see your Antichrist and raise you the devil himself. What is <laughs> satanic? What is it? Mm -hmm. It is prideful rebellion against God, seeking to mm -hmm. usurp God's power. Right. You are not what you want. And the reason why everything's about sex now is because that's one of the easiest ways to sort of get people to believe that they are what they want. And so, you know, if, if your fantasies cannot turn you into what you want, if just your words cannot turn you into what you want, well, a lot of people are realizing maybe technology can do it. And that's why, you know, it's one thing for a man to say, I am now a woman, and you know what? I always have been, and so now I get to go into the girls' locker room. But it's something else to say, like, well, I'm going to transfigure my body using technology in order to become a, really, a cyborg. Mm -hmm. Not in, to become a real woman, but to become an actual cyborg, something that's no longer simply human. And so, you know, the irony is very bitter, and it's easy to laugh, but you also kind of have to cry about it. Even someone like Amy Comey Barrett, during her hearing said that she told her daughters that you know anything boys can do girls can do better well no sooner did that become sort of the slogan you know the future is female then people are starting to realize that the new slogan is anything that girls can do bots can do better mm -hmm. and so what we're looking at here is a new generation of cyborg creatures who are in rebellion against their humanity in rebellion against their creator and are uh, trying to reorganize society on the basis of you are what you want mm -hmm. this will not end well because there's war between Satan and the offspring of Eve since Genesis 6. And you're watching it today, and they are embracing it, hook, line, and sinker. And where's women's rights? Do you know that we don't have a single feminist group in America that's fighting the trafficking of children? And 95% of traffic victims are girls. They don't give a rip about women. They are destroying legacy. They're destroying procreation, offspring. When they devalue a woman, you stop life and you are going to go into cyborg work. Maybe this is why Elon is saying, hey, pay a little bit more attention to AI. This is not your friend. They, they, they intend to turn you into a bot. Maybe you need to listen to Elon a little bit. Yeah. There, uh, listen, 
we started to talk about a topic last week and we I shelved it about these new AI sex Mm-hmm. things that they're doing now where you become a whole new creature in a avatar. VR world and you become this sexual avatar and you create whatever you want your body to be in, in regards to that. So, yeah. You know, again, since we're on that point, you know, the scripture talks about, uh, you know, how the earth cries out groaning, longing for the revelation of the sons of God. And you're right. There is a battle that's going on. People don't even want to think critically because that's uncomfortable. They much less don't want to get into a spiritual warfare. So while that battle rages on, people's like, you know what? It's just easier to go with the flow. That's right. Now, it leads to destruction, but it's just easier to just flow with it rather than to fight it. And it's more that they put it out there, launder it, pander to it. And again, you know, we even laugh at it, right? It's funny to see these things. Make memes about it. The more acceptable it becomes in our society. But it's not it's palatable. Yeah, it's not. But it's destruction. Chad, I wasn't cut from that cloth, brother. There's a line in the sand that's coming. I'm telling you, it's just going to have to come in this country. We're going to have to absolutely take a stand. And if it's 10 or 20 or 1,000 or a million of us, but those who actually give a rip about this country in the future. And honestly, what this country was designed to do on the earth, this nation was actually designed by God to preserve, defend, protect liberty, justice, Israel, to walk, to honor the word of God, to, to religious freedom. It's gone. It's a game we're playing. And unless we stand up, I say this, we are in a stress test and we're failing the test. They're pushing us, they're pushing <clears throat> us, and we just go, I'll give you another inch, I'll give you another inch, mm-hmm. right? And uh, when is it enough? I, when's rock bottom? People I, can't even stand up to their own passions and their own senses. They want sensory no overload all the time. They want to give in to whatever it is that they want. How are they going to stand up yeah, to really? You can't say no to yourself. I, so we're talking about the degradation of culture. Um, it gets worse. I'll just say that. I've got more on that when we come back. Congrats, yeah, congratulations, everyone. Get to work. A new report that was published by former BBC journalist Shelley Charlesworth and uh, Transgender Trend. This is a UK organization advocating for evidence-based care of gender dysphoric children and science-based teaching in schools says that there are now at least 60 picture books that teach children it is possible to be trans, 45 of which are marketed to the under five age category. So uh, these are their primers, they say, and how to be trans. They center on children who are supposedly transgender, either told from the child's perspective or from the parent's perspective. So these are not like the, you know, maybe teenage audience where there's like a gay or lesbian character. No, these are like specifically for children to purposefully, intentionally confuse them. Um, Yaku, I'm going to go to you first because I know a lot of the work that you do is um, in the curriculum level where you're dealing with these types of books. Yeah, yeah we've got some legislation circling the country right now. We've had success. And, and I, all I say is parents, you've got to be more diligent and vigilant than ever before in your life. These books are flooding in, Sarah. They're writing two, three of them a month. And we lost the narrative to defend our children in this country when we stopped creating the content and we relegated to the left. And they're the ones that write the curriculums and create the content. And, and they're not going to stop. We must stop it. So if there's a bill in your state that you hear of to stop obscene material in the classroom, please support that bill. We need it. Yeah. yeah. DefendKidsTX.com. Yeah. yeah. Get involved. That. I appreciate that. Get involved. That's yeah. what you're doing. Great work. It is. Great work that. by yeah. Sarah. We are. We are. Like, we're doing it on all fronts. People think that yeah. it's just about the drag shows no, for kids. No, no. We're, like, we're fighting against yeah. the... I actually... As I was sitting here, I mumbled to myself before we started the show. I said, 
I have too many jobs <laughs> because I just got a curriculum from a school district, another school district here in Texas that I have to go and sift through because apparently there's gross sexual stuff that's going on there. So, and it's uh, not just Texas. You guys are expanding. Yes. I mean, it's, you're going to other states yes. as well. Doing yes. great, great work. Well, we have yeah. to because we started it in Texas and people were like, oh, can you come to my state because it's happening everywhere. James? You can't just say stuff and expect that it's going to work. You can't win win <laughs> right. the war for reality by mm -hmm. winning the, the 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 war of words. I mean, you got to go out there and do normalcy. Mm -hmm. You got to do virtue. Mm -hmm. These things are not set it and forget it. That's right. So, so when you say that, do you mean living it out in your own life or do you mean pushing back? Well, you got to do it all. You got to live right. it out in your own life. You got to you got to I mean, look, freedom of speech Obviously very important, obviously part of our natural complement is human beings that can't be taken away from us without there being an injustice perpetuated against us. But if there's no freedom of association there, then freedom of speech becomes very hollow. It becomes almost a parody of itself. And so that means that people need to actually associate. You gotta find, uh, you gotta find your fellows, you gotta find those, those systems, you gotta build a free association. Uh, institutions, associations in this country with your fellow Americans uh, in order to keep the wheels moving because they're not going to move on their own and if you just leave it to uh, its own devices, you know, you wake up one day, 20, 30 years have passed and you're living in, in a hellhole and you don't know why. I mean, truly, like you, you think back 10 years from now, it's like, how, would anyone have predicted that we would be talking about the types of topics that we're talking about right now? I wouldn't have. Yeah, people would be in prison, Sarah. Yeah. Be I, thrown in jail. Right. It, it, this was not, and it would not have been a, a left-right issue, right? It would not have been a, a political issue. Like, we would just all agree that chopping off children's genitals uh, and breasts, probably not a good idea. And you, and you probably wonder, we can draw the line there. Now uh, it's controversial. Self, selfishly, please, can I do a plug? Please, yes. March 23rd, watch Sex Nation. Watch the documentary. Watch the film we put together to show you strategically where we've come from, where we've fallen, and how we fix this. And we can fix it. I'm going to take some moxie now. It's going to take a little bit of repentance, a little bit of accountability. That's like work. Where, where can they go? Stuff. Where Do you have a place they can yeah, go to? Yeah, sexnationfilm.com. Sexnationfilm. Why Sex Nation? Because that's what we've become. We've yeah. become a mm -hmm. sex nation. Absolutely. All right, uh, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We're so excited to see minutes left we're going to play are you smarter than a fifth grader here because there's a, a little math problem that's gone viral over on reddit uh that the the I'm, i don't know the answer to it i'm hoping you guys do this is a math problem for fifth graders it says klein you, you guys can look at it if you're more of a visual person klein read 30 pages of a book on monday and one eighth of the book on tuesday he completed the remaining quarter of the book on wednesday how many pages are there in the book i immediately don't know and I don't even know where to go. I don't even know how to start it. So I'm hoping that you guys, I, I am not smarter than a fifth grader, but to be fair, I don't think the fifth grader knew the answer either. He, I guarantee he didn't. And yeah. there's no way my fifth grader could, uh, yeah. could, could interpret this. I didn't even know where to start. Do you guys? Well, I think it assumes that, that Klein reads the same number of pages per yeah. day. Yeah, there's an assumption. That's about, it's an assumption. That's about as far as yeah. I'm willing to Does go. It? Exactly, yeah. I don't even, I, I have the control room trying. It's 48. Okay, but, but how do you get there? I'm, tell, I'm told it's 48. Uh, the voice of God just said it's 48. How do you get there? Hmm. I don't understand. We all just failed fifth grade. Well, well. Feel proud. Feel, feel proud, guys. Hey, uh, we can yeah. throw we can throw that 
problem to a fifth grader and then at the same time about 14 minutes later ask him if he's an alligator or a dolphin or a boy or a girl. <laughs> I mean, hey, who, at this point, they don't care. Mm -hmm. So, I literally have the control room explaining it in my ear and I still don't understand it. So a quarter of the book would be 12 pages. Yes. Right. An eighth of the book would be six pages. Yep. Okay. So six, 30 and 12, six 18, and 12 48. is going to be 18, so it would be 48. 30 He's already read 30 pages. Wow, Chad Incredible. just passed fifth yeah. grade. Ish. <laughs> Congratulations. I still maintain that that is not uh, a fifth see, grade problem. But see, problem. again, I did not solve that problem. I had the answer and I, I deducted. You back-ended you back, yeah. you back it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm a so BS scary. artist, but I'm not that good. This, so this is, this is the types of things that they're teaching your children. Oh, and also to be trans. Congratulations, America. Your tax that. dollars are paying for all of it. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you, especially James. We hope you'll come back soon. Of course. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.